Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Spirit Seeker Hour. Spirit Seeker Hour is your chance to delve into the world of your inner spirit. The Spirit Seeker Hour is brought to you by Spirit Seeker Magazine. Go to www.spiritseeker.com to find out more. And now, here's Cindy Meyer. Welcome, and as the intro said, this is Cindy Meyer. I'm the publisher of Spirit Seeker Magazine that started in St. Louis, then migrated west to Kansas City, and we are now in Chicago, um, and into will be in Little Rock, Arkansas. And we are a print magazine throughout the Midwest, but then we are uh, expanding our online uh, magazine even more on a nationwide level. So we've been read online for 16 of our 18 years, but we've never really um, positioned ourselves, shall we say, as a nationally on read, uh, online read magazine. But we're starting in Seattle. Uh, starting next month, you'll be able to find us in the Whole Foods in Seattle and the Whole Foods in Little Rock. And then we're going to Florida. So we will start with finding our readers and then letting them know that, that those sections of the country will be going all online. And in time, the Midwest, if everything is predicted, comes true. Before we know it, there will be no print magazines. Everything's going online digital. But we, we have been in the Midwest, and we'll continue there. But the articles are always um, something that no matter where you are, when you read them, they will be helpful to you. Our May issue is ready to hit the streets uh, starting tomorrow in all four cities. And some of the articles in our May issue is how the five elements can wake up your sex life. Now, I'm familiar with Chinese five elements, but this is a whole different look at what type of element you are and how that um, will affect you in the way in which you uh, experience and view intimacy and sexuality. So it's really a, really a great article. And then there are other, um, we have a monthly gym column that is starting, and so you can read about selenite and how that can help you with any kind of ache or pain in the body. I could go on and on, but it'll be online uh, May 1st, and if you want to be added to our sacrosanct, and I do mean sacrosanct, we do not sell our email list, but <clears throat> we allow others to be a part of our weekly email newsletter. So if you will send an email to info, info at spiritseeker.com, we will add you to our email list, let you know about the weekly radio shows, the guests, all the different um, articles in the magazine, and events happening throughout the U.S., uh, to nurture your mind, body, and spirit. Okay, so that's all the announcements. Um, we are now going to, uh, I'm going to welcome my guest, Shelly Wilson, who is an intuitive medium. She's a Reiki master, spiritual teacher. She's written three different books. She um, offers workshops, Reiki sessions, intuitive coaching, private readings. Um, she has her own radio show. She does all kinds of things. This woman is very, very busy. So Shelly, welcome to the show. Hi, Cindy. Thank you so much for having me back. Oh, my gosh. I just enjoy working with you, and I just really enjoyed having you as a speaker at our recent Holistic Expo in St. Louis, and I just heard so many people saying, I love her, I love her. And, you know, it's just so... Just well, it was a lot doing. of fun, I have to say. That was my first um, time for us to meet in person, and it was a beautiful uh, expo, just just great. Very busy, of course, because... It was um, one full day, lots of entertainment, lots of speakers, and 
uh, literally a room full of vendors. So it was just a great, great experience. I look forward to returning next year. You know what's interesting is there is so much networking done in in one short day. You yeah. know? And, and, it, and it used to be we didn't even start until like 10 or 10.30. And, you know, because the Sunday traditionally is a day where people kind of sleep in, et cetera. And we changed it a couple of years ago to 9 in the morning, and it was like really crowded at 9. Mm-hmm. I was pretty – I was I was uh, pleasantly surprised. Yeah, but um, but that's one of the things that Spirit Seekers done, and you know I skipped one in 2013 because I was traveling, and so because it had been a year and a half, I was just so happy, you know, to be to be in that groove. So thank you for for being part of it. Well, it was it was a blessing for me to be a part of it. I appreciate the opportunity immensely. Oh my gosh! So Shelley, it's been a little. Uh, crazy with the astrology, yes, with the energy. <laughs> and, oh no, we had a, a full moon with a, a, a lunar eclipse, and we had a new moon with a solar eclipse, and we had all kinds of stuff happening with planets. And I know you help a lot of people. So, what what is your t- take on um, how to help people through this passage? Because it, well, it, it is yeah. fast moving. <laughs> The, the, the best thing to do is allow yourself to be in that flow because the energy is going to feel at times like a tidal wave. It's going to feel the ebbs and flows. And if you allow yourself to go with it rather than resisting it, to me it's just much easier. I am empathic, so I pick up energy of myself, of, of everyone around me, of experiences and everything like that. So this time uh, has been one where I've really had to allow myself that opportunity to rest too and just to relax and and to not be so frustrated shall i say because everything that's going on around if we can't control it then it tends to affect us and that first energy that we automatically go with is frustration because we want things to be different and so the easiest thing to do is just pull back observe allow and and just honor those emotions take care of your physical self rest when you need to and know that it too shall pass yeah, it's <clears throat> the whole thing, you know, that I've been, like, you know, studying and teaching is with the energy the way it is, it's change or be changed. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like, it's, and that's the, that's the, that's a good uh, description with the, the tidal wave, and it's like change is coming, so you may as well just, like, look at it and really take that laser light, shall we say, which is what, you know, an eclipse is, especially a solar eclipse. The, the sunlight is blocked for a short time so that you can totally do a mind erase on things that are just not something you want to continue. Yes. And and I think, so, too, yeah, a lot of it is allowing ourselves consciously to make those choices, to say yes or to say no, give a definitive answer, rather than being on the fence or hem-hawing or saying maybe, because deep down we really know, yes, we want to do this, or no, we don't, and have that courage to have to, to speak up and then to have that follow-through. Well, and, you know, you're on the front lines, you know, and, and you know, any of us that are doing the work with – um, constantly changing, growing, writing, reading, um, and which you do all of the above. And, you know, let's hear about your three books and how that came to be. And um, I, I want to start with the, the one, 28 Days to a New You. Yes, 28 Days and also Connects both started as a course through the Daily Ohm. And Madison Taylor it has that website. And so 
my guides came through and said, you know, Shelley, you need to put those courses into book form because sometimes people shy away from the commitment of a course because they have that feeling of obligation or commitment, which made total sense. So I revised Stop Existing and Start Living and converted that into 28 Days to a New You and then revised the course Opening Your Heart to Love and converted that into the book Connecting to the UFN. So 28 Days offers you 28 topics to focus on. To me, it's a very easy read. You can sit down and and read it front to back, or you could do it one day at a time, but it gives you 28 topics. It gives you some questions to consider. And also, each day has an angel message. And then Connect to the UFN is that notion and idea that our soul is already awake. It's just our physical body, our mind, needs to connect with the knowingness of our soul. So it's connecting to our higher self, our angels, our guides, and even our loved ones on the other side. So this, too, offers eight different areas like um, consciously creating, making conscious connections, connecting to the within. It offers questions to consider, and it also offers some meditations that you can work with as well. And your most recent, My let's most just segue recent, right into that. Yes, is Journey into Consciousness. And this is the original book that I wrote, and this is my story. And so the first section of the book is my life up to my spiritual awakening. It, I wrote about those areas that to me really had a pivotal moment. So I start out each chapter with a lesson that I learned, and then I end it with a revelation, and then I offer a message for your journey and a tool for your journey. The second section is my awakening to present time when the book was published last December, and then the third section provides tools as well, but throughout the entire book, it provides tools and insight to assist each person on their journey, and I always encourage people to practice discernment. If it feels right to you, then utilize that information and if it doesn't that's okay too but the main reason that I was guided to write this book is to assist others in in bringing an understanding of one's life experiences and the consequences of choices made without blaming others so this is taking responsibility on a soul level of the choices that we make Number two is to learn to heal from the past through forgiveness and shifting perception because we can't change the past, however we can change our perception. And then finally, to allow ourselves to realize our full potential through empowerment and love. So this, once again, is taking control of our life and and making choices consciously and saying yes when we mean yes and saying no when we really mean no. And in doing so, we're saying yes to ourselves. You know, I think that's the, the real, where the real power and passion of living comes in is when we realize that everything is a choice. Everything, yes. And, you know, when you were talking about you can't change the past, um, I, I'll never forget, you know, there's certain books that you read or a passage or, or a phrase or something, and it'll just be like this light bulb goes off. And uh, I remember reading Gerald Jampolsky's Love is Letting Go of Fear. And you come to this part where he says, you know, there's never been a movie made where there didn't have to be some editing out, re-filming re, um, that scene, and then splicing it in until it's a perfect movie. Mm-hmm. And he says, your life is like that. There, no one has this perfect, everything perfect. There are different pieces that, you know, you wish had been different, but you can't change it, but you can change how you look at it. So yeah. you can, re, like, reframe it, re-splice it. Mm-hmm. 
I and, just have never forgotten that. You know, and, and as you were saying that, I got chills all over, and that, for me, is spirit's way of saying, yes, this is truth. And the thing is, you know, we can't edit our lives, per se, but we don't have to dwell on those areas that we wish we had done different. We can allow ourselves to recognize that there's no mistakes, that there are opportunities for learning and growth, and rather than dwelling in, in guilt or shame or regret, just acknowledge that, yes, I wish I would have done this differently, but I did not, and, and let it go. Let that energy move out and move forward with your life because so many people are busy dwelling in those coulda, woulda, shouldas, and that doesn't help us. It's not healthy. I say live in the present moment and really allow yourself to live rather than having that regret energy. You know, it was interesting. I went to a rock concert over the weekend. I love it. And um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was just my girlfriend's husband bought these tickets and then for, didn't he thought it was a different weekend, so he was actually out of town with work. And so at the last minute, my girlfriend says, do you want to go see um, – I'm like, Dave Mason, and I said, Dave Mason, that sounds so familiar. And then I realized when I researched it, it was from traffic and all that era. And, you know, and I said, well, sure. And she goes, I don't know. We, I can just give these away at the condo where I live. I said, no, it's like 45 minutes away. Why don't we go? We'll have dinner beforehand. So we get there, and it's all like people late 50s, early 60s to mid 60s. And it was like filled with a room full of people who grew up with this music, loved this music, and my girlfriend didn't quite understand it. And I said, you have to understand that when you close your eyes for just a moment and you hear this music, it brings back a time yeah. in your life. I said, it's not just the music. It's the pathway of what you were doing at that time in your life, what you were, you know. And she's like, mm-hmm. but some of these people were so so out of shape. And she said, they look so old. And she said, they're not much older than us. And I said, it's not about that. It's just the whole thing is consciousness. And But some of the people really did. You could tell they felt old, but mm-hmm. then they would hear this music and they felt young. Yes. Yeah. It was really interesting. Well, it's always neat to make those observations, too, and and recognizing, once again, everything's about choices, and some people choose to take better care of their physical form than others, but also looking at life experiences, you know, each one of us is having our own journey, so I think it's important just to have that journey. It was just inspiring for me to see this musician, who had to be 64, 65, and just knew, you know, just still had his voice. Mm-hmm. Still had still had the you know the guitar. I played three different guitars, and I just thought, you know, this is how this is what I want to remember. You know, yes. as I progress, I just want to remember, well, you know, and the, that that passion. You know, you I, can tell he loved what he was I, doing. I exactly know what you're talking about. It was a week ago. I saw George Strait, and so this is his. I think I don't remember the name of the title of the the um, concert, but it's supposedly the last one. And um, yeah. you know, it was. Interesting. I, I enjoy country music. I like all music, but um, you know he's timeless in essence. But it, it was a different kind of of energy because he literally stands on the stage and sings. You know, there's no movement, there's no dancing, there's nothing. Wow. You just watch. And he's so really it, present. Yes, yes. And and he it was a, a center stage concept. So. He would literally sing two to three songs at one mic, move to the other part so he'd be facing another direction, sing two to three, and then Uh. rotate. So that's how the entire night went. So you knew, you know, I I just kept thinking, for once, just walk across. 
and you know switched <laughs> it up a little bit, but you yeah. know it didn't happen. It was it was part of the pattern, but you know definitely once again, just like your concert, this was my experience and observations, and um, you know people enjoy that time where they can go back and and have those memories. Right. And it's just really, you know, finding your passion, finding your joy, and what makes you happy. I mm-hmm. love the Pharrell Williams song. Yeah. You know, I've been, I've been, you know, and people are like, I'm just, I said, just go go to whatever search engine you use and, and you know, search for happy song, and uh-huh. there will be. There you know? will be. I mean, yeah. and I think it has to be indicative of the society where we're just saying, okay, it's a choice. It is a choice. Mm-hmm. You can Whatever comes your way, and it's like it's taken the world by storm. I mean, you are seeing it with so many different places. Like, you know, Oprah had him on her show. You know, Ellen had her mm-hmm. him on her show. And it's like, and then, you know, he doesn't even worry about licensing or copyright. Are you kidding? He's so happy that children and choirs are singing it and just everywhere. Yes. I mean, it's really, it's kind of interesting. Oh, it, it definitely is, and and the really you know cool thing is is if everyone would just tap into that energy, and you know listen to the song or whatever it may be, it to me it's automatically going to shift your vibration, going to raise that vibration, uh-huh. and it's going to make you feel good. So it's pretty much effortless. All you have to do once again is be in that flow of energy. Right. So, listeners, we're going to hear um, a little bit of Shelley's story on how it came to be that she is on uh, this path where she's guiding people and giving readings and teaching Reiki. And then uh, we will be doing readings this evening. Um, so if you um, would like us, us – there are many readings, but that doesn't mean you get to ask us five questions. Um, we would ask you to limit it to one one question and I know um, but both of us offer full readings you know privately so if if you know you like what you hear and you know that you would like a longer reading then by all means um, you can go to our websites and Shelly's is ShellyRWilson.com and uh, mine is Cindy Meyer but most people CindyMeyer.com but I just say go to SpiritSeeker.com and click on Cindy Meyer's picture and then you're at my website but um so all you have to do is press one uh, pound on your phone or one star or something like that, and then my producer will let me know that you want a reading. Okay, so Shelly, your first book was talking about, you know, your journey into consciousness. And um, so how, where was the defining moment for you uh, where you knew your life was turning on this path yeah. that was very <laughs> Very um, special. <laughs> it was, it was. And um, I had always known things as a child, and, and that's, you know, the easiest way to describe it. I just knew things. I, I had feelings and things like that. I was always very sensitive, but I was raised Baptist, and my dad's a civil engineer, so I really wasn't raised in an environment that was nurturing in regards to being able to ask those questions to to learn more about what I was feeling and experiencing and such. And I began waking up in 1999, but it was actually 2008. I had had a reading with Stephanie Barton, and she's out of Kansas City, and she also does travel to the St. Louis area. But she um, told me, in, in my mind, I was asking the question, who am I, why am I here? And those, to me, are those questions that we ask 
the universe, and that's like a, a, a wake-up call when you begin asking those questions. Who am I? What, why am I here? What am I supposed to be doing? So in my mind, I was asking, you know, what is, what is my purpose? And what she told me immediately, and it, it was just like that light bulb, aha moment, everything that she, else she said in the reading, I heard, and it was recorded, so I did listen to it later. But, but what she said was, Shelley, I just have to tell you, your purpose is here to shine your light on others so that others can see the truth of who they really are. You're meant to heal hearts one by one by one. You see people differently than they see themselves, and that's how you make a difference. And when she said that, I thought, all I have to do is be me. I don't have to right. do anything special. I just have to be that compassionate ear and, and that smile and acknowledge people. And that's how I make a difference because so many people have that desire just to be simply acknowledged. And, and I moved forward with doing Reiki and then began doing the readings and trusting that information and discovered Elisa Williams. She came into my awareness and through literally a, an ad in the Tulsa world in uh, 2010, and I went and saw her in Tulsa, signed up for a newsletter, and ended up taking some classes and developing with her. I've also studied with John Holland and James M. Prague and most recently Tony Stockwell, a medium from the U.K., and, and each experience it offers me more development. I, I love working with the mediumship aspect, but I also just recognize that whatever the person needs, whatever the client needs, I am here just to open my heart to be me and allow myself to be that vessel. Oh, it's just it's really amazing to study with the different teachers that are so inspirational. And I've I've not met Tony Stockton yet, but you know he and James von Prague are now teaching together. Yes, yes, and and right. Tony, I really loved his energy so much so that I went ahead and paid the deposit to return at the Journey Within in October to go study with him again there. Because now, is, does, is that in England or? Uh, actually, it's in New Jersey. It's Janet Nohavik's church in oh. Pompton Lakes, New Jersey, and she is well known in the mediumship world as the Catholic nun that um, decided not to be a nun. And before she took her final vows, and she started her own spiritualist church. So the spiritualists are very big in England, and that's the spiritualism. Oh, absolutely. And that's what Lilydale is. And then Janet has the only church, I believe, that's actually um, endorsed or something by the Spiritualist Union. Okay, and what is the name of her church? It's the Journey Within. Okay, Journey Within. Mm-hmm. And I love learning, and I know you are the same one. Yes. You know, and I, you know, Camp Chesterfield is in, um, it's a spiritualist camp in Chesterfield, Indiana. Okay. It's funny, I live in Chesterfield, Missouri, which is, you know, a suburb of St. Louis. Yeah. But um, in Chesterfield, Indiana, it's supposedly very similar to Lilydale in that the minute you drive into the campus, um, all the different mediums and intuitives live on the campus. Mm-hmm. And so on their on their porch is a book, and you go and you sign, like, when you like your appointment, you can see which appointments they have. And then you literally walk up, you know, on the campus to get your reading. Yeah. And they, um, they, they, they do the billets, the reading, you know, the, um, they read billets. Stuff uh, stuff. Yeah. I've right. never so, yeah. been yeah. to Lilydale, but it was about a year and a half ago I was guided to check them out. So I made application to teach a workshop and I was accepted. So in November last year I got the, the letter in the mail, the contract, and I'm going to be teaching at Lilydale August 1st. And, really, and what are you teaching? I'm teaching Creating the Life You Desire workshop. 
Perfect. So that's Perfect. two to five, August first, and the the synchronicity of it was I met a lot of people at the Tony Stockwell class that it's actually either a medium at Lilydale or they will be teaching there, and many of them will be there at the same time I will. And I had the opportunity um, to interview James Van Prague about a month ago for Ohm Times and. Something told me he's going to be there the same time you are. I didn't ask him, but then I got on the Lily Dell calendar, and he's going to be there the very next day. So I went ahead and bought a ticket to go see his presentation as well. You know, I love James von Prague. I mean, and you know, his his story is quite interesting because mm-hmm. he was also studying to be a priest. Yes. And, a lot um, of them were is is what's really interesting, and right. you know I having, studied with John Holland. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, and it's so interesting when you go to either. Well, this was a celebrate your life conference. They were in Chicago for six years, and now they're not going there. Um, they're they're staying more in Arizona. But right. but I mean, you'd be at a conference and you'd have, you know, you'd have both of those teachers. You know, John Holland and James von Prague, mm-hmm. and you'd have. I mean, just it's just amazing. You know. Uh, how many different people and Denise Lynn, et cetera. And um, I actually want to mention, if you don't mind, some of the places where Spirit Seeker is going to be. So, yeah, um, yeah just for one second. Okay, so uh, Dolores Cannon has the UFO conference down in Arkansas, and that just recently happened, and then she has her transformation conference coming up in June. So we will be, um, Spirit Seeker Magazine will be, and, you know, at that event. And then the Body, Mind, Spirit Expo in Chicago, we are um, working with a new location with them in Tinsley, Illinois, and that is the first weekend in June. And I'm actually giving a talk at that um at that conference. Um, and then we will also be at Bhakti Fest, which is in Madison, Wisconsin. And that's absolutely fabulous. There are over 1,000 to 1,500 people who come together wow. and chant and do kirtan all day long and yoga. And I just it's just a really amazing experience. Um, and then I think, oh, well, there's another global consciousness conference coming to Chicago the first weekend in August. And it's interesting, once again, um, the U.K. showing up in that uh, the lady who's doing this conference, uh, Karen Irby, lived in Australia and got to know a lot of the Australian authors. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's just this huge crossover right now between the U.K. and the U.S. Yeah. And <laughs> you see it. You feel it, don't yes. you? Yes. Yeah. Anna Taylor, I joined her on her show about two weeks ago, and she's going to join me in a couple weeks. But she's known as the voice of the angels. So she's very big. Over there, she sings as well as do, does angel readings. But, yeah, it's it's just really awesome how people are coming together, collaborating, and making those conscious connections. Right. And that's what it's all about. Yes. I think that's when, when you get that, it's like it doesn't matter if it's the person in the grocery store. You know, it's like all of a sudden the world, it's not like you have to go to some place, a spiritual place, to meet a spiritual person. It's like all of a sudden everything just opens up and there it is. Yes. So, Shelley, how did you know you were a medium? Well, I didn't know, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> you know, it's funny because I, I applied to take Lisa's class. This was an, uh, an intermediate mediumship class. And every ounce of my being said, apply for it. She'll accept you. Go do it. And and so I did it. And, and I got there, and, and the night before I got to Dallas, that was um, 2010, 
all I could think of was, what am I doing here? What am I doing here? And then I began, you know, because it's very much experiential, and began reading other people, and I'm bringing through the loved ones, and I'm like, I am a medium. I really am. But it's our humanness that gets in the way that begins doubting that information that's coming through. And, you know, the more that you can trust, I, I know my experience with Tony was really validating because it was an intense intense five days and you know a lot of it what he was having us do as well was physical mediumship which is um, mental is when it's impressions feelings thoughts ideas coming through words that you may hear and such but the physical aspect is letting spirit blend with you and bringing that energy through your physical form so you may change your hand and move your hands a certain way or move your face or just feeling that energy coming through and um very lovely experience, but in the same sense, you know, especially if you're sensitive, picking up that energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and being able to discern and not get overwhelmed mm-hmm. with it. Yeah. That, that's fascinating. Well, I I just think that um, the the sign of a, of a good intuitive medium, et cetera, whatever you want to call it, you know, we have different names for the same gifts. Mm-hmm. Um, not the same gifts, but you know what I mean. I yeah. think part of the um, part of it is to continue learning. And you know, there's this uh, gal from St. Louis. Well, she's moved now, but she uh, founded the top ten psychics in St. Louis. And one of she she offered this free to the and she changes it. Sometimes you don't get you know all of a sudden your page is gone. But uh-huh. as a general rule, you know, like she has kept the same people on for a long time that she and what the deal was you have to continue to learn mm-hmm. you have to be a teacher in some way and you have to be an integrity yeah you know we all know That's that very important right and so you know and she put that together and it's just I've, I've always been so grateful to her and anyone else who really um helps promote the spiritual intuitives because mm-hmm. there's a difference there's just a difference yeah. well you know to me a lot of people can um feel where people are coming from, you know, what that intention is and such. And, you know, just to clarify, too, for the listeners, when I use the word intuitive, that's the sixth sense. The psychic is the psychic abilities. But preferentially speaking, I prefer the energy of the word intuitive versus psychic, even though it is psychic abilities. So it's all in what feels comfortable. But when I do the group readings, and even like what I did for a presentation at the Expo in St. Louis, I like to mix things up, and I've not really seen anyone else work that way, and it's just something that I've opted to do because I bring in the healing, I bring in the intuitive psychicness as well as the mediumship. So I will simply connect with people's energy, and then I will ask them, you know, would you like to receive a message, do you have a question, or do you want to connect with a loved one? And then provide them that opportunity to to say and have the courage, you know, to ask the question or say, I want to connect with so-and-so. And Tony Stockwell was one that really reiterated that it was it was perfect to do that because so many mediums say, you know, you, you've got to just bring through who's coming through and, you know, you don't want to ask and things like that. But Tony's saying, I believe our loved ones have that infinite intelligence, so why not ask? Why not see if they can come through? And I love that. I think that yeah, and see, you know, when you get into the salons that happened in, you know, all over Europe, I mean, the spiritual salons, it's a whole different 
approach. Mm-hmm. You know, it's an older culture. They they have respected and honored um, the gifts. I mean, you know, the U.S. is still a young country in many mm-hmm. ways, and especially, you know, with healing, you know, any kind of, I mean, the rest of the world's just more open, you know, to um, to alternative healing. I mean, the U.S. has been a little bit slow to, to get there, and especially, but, you know, something's going on, because look at how many different shows we have on mediumship now, look at how many, you know, so people, um, there's a fascination I think in the U.S. right now to um, and, and look, they're talking about it. I want to connect with someone on the other side. Mm-hmm. I mean, you wouldn't have found that 20 years ago. You just right. would. Not. Right. I mean, it was you know very difficult. Okay, well, we have all kinds of people who would like awesome. readings tonight. So um, I'm going to once again mention that Shelley's uh, website is Shelley R. Wilson. Uh, dot com and Spirit Seeker is SpiritSeeker dot com and. Um, and last plug, if you want to be on our email list, info at spiritseeker.com. Okay, that's it. We are now going to go to our first caller. We have, um, and if I am, I may be mispronouncing this, but Ibatar from Colorado. Our Ibatar. Hi. Hello to the both of you. How are you? Hello. Very well. Thank you. And so what's Hi, your Shelley. question? Hi. Um, I have a question about, um, I don't know really what to call it. One day I decided that I was just going to, I picked up a pen and I just allowed the pen to just glide uh, along the page. Mm-hmm. And recently um, when I when I started looking at what I scribbled, um, I was able to see my own face um, and energy what appeared to be energy coming out of my crown and my third eye. And then just um, what motivated me to call tonight, um, I looked at some other images that I, because after I scribbled on the paper, I had to actually turn it different ways to actually see what what it was. Okay. And so shortly before I called, I saw another image where it looked like the masculine and feminine energy merging. Okay. And it looked and it looked also like the feminine that that she was giving birth to something. Mhm. Okay, well what I'm picking up first of all is, you know, this can be a form of automatic writing where you're simply that vessel, that channel bringing through that information. So what I I hear you saying is that you're you're making scribbles and everything, but in turn you're seeing something in it. So it's almost um, like interpretations, just like if you were, um, some people would read tea leaves or some people would see the clouds and see that. This is what I'm picking up is that you're in turn reading this these scribbles, as you call them, this information. So what I feel for you is that this is a good way for you to connect with spirit and rather than trying to analyze it or, or figure it all out, just simply allow yourself that opportunity to do it because this is a good expression for you. I also mm-hmm. feel like um, I just want to acknowledge some knee pain. Have you been experiencing any knee pain? And I feel it more so on the right knee. Yeah, both of my knees. Okay. Uh, I, I feel it more prominent in the in the right, but I do pick it up on both. But what I feel, first of all, is just to acknowledge for the you, um, anytime I experience things in the knee, that is movement, fear of movement and change. So, Ivatar, it's important to allow yourself to know um, that if you are 
having any kind of fear feelings to let yourself feel them, but then to clear that energy out and to move it back up. So fear can be worry, doubt, concern, any of that energy. It's not good or bad, but it is a lower vibration. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cindy, did you I want to add something? You know, I just I, I think you're right on. Um, just with everything, I, I really have nothing else to add other than, you know, it's not uncommon for our spirit guides to use so many different ways to show themselves and to awaken us to their presence. And, you know, with that much energy, with the third eye and the crown chakra, I mean, all you have to do is just say, thank you for lighting the flame. Thank you for giving me this um, extra sight. And, you know, we just had the solar eclipse, and this is a perfect time to find your passion and be happy. And just, you know, and you can dialogue. It was exactly what Shelley was saying, and that's called automatic writing. But you can actually ask your spirit guides a question. Just say, you know, um, what is my best uh, next step with, you know, whatever it is you're asking. And then you just sit and you let the hand write. And uh, it's a wonderful way to dialogue with your spirit guides. So you're on the right track, and um, and I hope this was helpful, and thanks for calling tonight. Yeah, I did a lot of that with journaling, um, and I just allowed the information to come through for like yeah. three months, and I just journaled for three months. It's fabulous. I mean, and it opens. Uh, there's there's something with writing versus typing. Something with the between the mind and the hand and the paper mm-hmm. that um, you know Wayne Dyer just until recently surrendered to an iPad. Prior to that, he wrote every single one of his books longhand. Mm. And he just switched to an iPad just recently. I mean, because there's something really special, especially if you are listening, you know, channeling the books or channeling whatever. So, this, this, you know, it's a perfect exercise for anyone listening to open that channel. So thank you for calling tonight. And thank both of you, too, very much. Okay. You're welcome. All right. Thank you. All right. Okay. Um, there are so many different ways to connect with spirit, aren't there, Shelley? Yes, <laughs> like, there are. I'm, I'm really glad she uh, <laughs> yeah, shared that. Yeah, it's important to realize, too, that there's no right or wrong way, per se, that whatever feels right to you. And, you know, people may talk about how they do it, and you may want to try it, but if it doesn't necessarily resonate with you, that's okay. You know, one of the ways to find out how you process or get information the best is I'm trained in neuro-linguistic programming. And so, um, and we're not going to do this on the air, but I, but a question would be, okay, think of a favorite holiday memory. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so you take that moment to go there in your mind and see what the image is. And some people will smell the turkey in the oven or smell the Christmas cookies. So if you are using that smell, then you know that you are a very... Um, um, olfactory, your senses are very strong. If you heard the sound of sleigh bells or you heard Christmas carols or you heard, you know, the piano and everyone singing, then you're an auditory. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you saw an image and it was just really like so vivid with the colors and your your visual. So you can kind of tell your, you know, all the different senses. And that will give you a tip on how um, some people that meditate need total silence. Some people need a visual. Some te- you know, some people do well with music. Music. It's you know we're all different, right? Okay, all right. So now we are going to go to New York City to Jackie. Awesome. Okay, Jackie, are you there? Well, I 
again. Okay, Jackie, if you, you might be on mute. Um, we will now go to Chris in New York City. Chris, are you there? Hi. Hi, Chris. Hey, good evening. Hello, and what's your question? Um, my question is, um, I feel there's a growing distance between me and another person, and I wonder um, if there is something underlying this growing distance. Is it because I did something wrong, or is it because it's, you know, it's something that's not personal? Okay, well, the first thing I'm picking up is lots of uh, thoughts and, and things running through your head. So I'm feeling lots of energy and pressure um, running through your head. And what I feel with that is you're spending too much time analyzing the situation. I don't feel like you did anything wrong at all, Chris. I feel like simply this um, experience served its purpose, so to speak, and that the two of you um, no longer necessarily um, need to be in each other's lives. It's almost like the lesson has been provided and you know, having that distance between the two of you is okay. So don't feel bad or, or wonder or question or anything like that because I don't feel like it was anything that you did per se and I don't necessarily feel like it was anything the other person did. I just feel like it served its purpose. I see. So um, there won't be any, like, um, backlash or any backstabbing, you know, well, or anything. People right. are people. That's people are people. But the thing is, is if you feed it with fear, energy, or worry, then you'll create mm-hmm. what you don't want. So in other words, a great um, affirmation to say is I surrender and release to spirit my relationship with, fill in their name, and allow it to unfold as it should. So this is a way of just cutting those cords, cutting that energy ties, and you're not feeding it with fear and worry. The more that you just let it be, um, the more it will just dissipate. I see. One of the biggest fears that I have was this is, you know, maybe something is happening behind the scene, mm-hmm. and, um, and, you know, that I am being blindsided to something and um, as long as that's not the case, you know, I, I think mm-hmm. that can really lift a big rock off, you know. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's important for you to pull yourself out of your body, so to speak, do a visualization mm-hmm. and observe the blessings within this relationship. Allow yourself to see what that um, relationship taught you, what lesson there was for you, and then just allow yourself to release it so that you're not carrying that energy with you any longer. Yeah, and Chris, um, this is Cindy. What uh, the card that I drew for you is Artemis, mm-hmm. and Artemis is all about selfhood, getting the focus back to going forward. And she's always shown with a bow and arrow, going straight ahead. And there's a deer next to her, and the deer is innocence on focusing on you and what it is that you desire. And sometimes, you know, there's that saying that. Uh, people are in your life for a season and mm-hmm. some are there, you know, for um, for a long, like many seasons. And, you know, I, I think Shelley, you know, phrased it beautifully. Hello? 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 We're still here, Chris. Can you hear me? Yeah. I think her call dropped. Um, yeah, we, oh, no. we lost Cindy for a moment, but okay. she'll be right I'll, back. I'll, Yes, I will talk. Um, so, Chris, what she was talking about is people come into your life for a season, a reason, a lifetime. And, you know, rather than trying to figure out what that could be, just simply recognize that they serve their purpose, that they were there for what they intended to be. 
Okay. But you do not see any, like, um, you know, plotting or whatever. Is that, you no. Know, that's the- no, I, I feel like letting go of that fear is very important. Okay? Okay. Thank you. So thank you for calling in, Chris. Okay, have a good night. Thank you. Okay. Do we want to take another caller, Nate? Well, I'm hoping that Cindy finally realizes that she's not on the call and calls <laughs> back in. <laughs> um, yes. If you'd like to take a call, we can take uh, yeah. Sharon from Ohio. Sure. Sounds great. All right, Sharon from Ohio. Okay. You're live Hello? Spirit Hi, Sharon. Hi. And I, I don't, which, who am I speaking with? This is Shelley. I didn't know who was all. Okay. <laughs> Hi, yes. Shelley. Yes. We, Cindy's call dropped, but she'll be back momentarily. I, I am here back. Is. Here she okay, is. So cute. We've got Sharon <laughs> from you. Ohio. Thank you Thank for taking you. my Thank call, you. Shelley, both yeah. of you. Yeah. So what's your okay. question tonight, Sharon? Well, my dear, you know, I am looking for employment, and I want to see when you can pick up when I'm going to land one. How's that? Okay. And I do have an interview tomorrow that I would love to get. It's the well, first one tomorrow. I yeah, should have told I, you that. Focus on the one. Well, you know I, I was yeah. seeing May. Right off the bat, okay. I was seeing May, and I know May is Thursday, um, May 1st. I've got chills all over as soon as you started talking about you have an interview tomorrow. So tomorrow. this feels really good. Um, three men. Well, what I feel like you've got to do is go in there very confident, very cool, yep. very grounded. Don't go into fear or worry mode, anything like that, because that energy that you're putting forth, that's what's going to feed that interview, okay? So just be very, very calm, and, and that's the best thing. So visualizing your legs as tree roots is a good grounding thing, good grounding exercise. But this does feel good, and um, just really even visualize yourself already doing the work. I know, so it's a great job, mm-hmm. and I'll go and I'll go in and I'll and I'll dress very, I'll dress like a librarian because mm-hmm. I don't want to turn any of the girls off. You know what I'm saying? Well, <laughs> you know I, I no, think here's... I think you want to be just be you. So rather That's than good, put, yeah, r- yeah, rather than putting too much thought to overdo it, because the thing is, thank you, Sharon. You know, when you go into work, you're going to be a different way. So dress how you would dress for the job. And just be. And you, you really feel it's good. Oh, it yes. feels good, yeah. So let go of yeah. any doubt or fear, but just go in there being you. Because the more that you're you and people see that, you're that's right. what's going to carry right. through. Okay. Anything you know, else? The only, the only thing I would Boy. add is, um, is, and I love this part of it. You know, when we before we even go into a meeting or an interview or where we need, you know, we know that there's going to be communication. We can have our higher self talk to the higher selves of the other person or people with whom we will be speaking. So what that would look like is you would say, okay, higher self, I have this fabulous interview with these three men tomorrow, and I, I would like to send the angels ahead of time with a message that I'm a wonderful asset, mm-hmm. I am a team player, I really am excited about this interview, I'm, I'm high energy, and I will be an asset to their team. Because I, I pulled my grandma the, or my guardian angel to come with me. <laughs> yeah, you can actually life. do that. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And so, oftentimes, before you even get there, it's like they've already like received the message, and they're like, you know, they looked at the resume again one more time or something, and they're like, this this is the best one out of the whole stack. You know, it's mm-hmm. just the higher self to higher self. And you do have the treasure chest um, card here, saying that you know an unforeseen. It's an unforeseen windfall of new abundance comes your way right now. So just know that, you know, this this is perfectly lined up. 
Did you see May for me getting a new job? Do you feel that too? I just heard that you were so close, and the main thing is, is okay. you have to believe it. Mm-hmm. As soon as you believe it and just know it, and you've got the trust card here, so just, you know, you 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 called this interview in. See, this is the whole thing. People, um, I don't know if you heard the first part of the interview, but Shelley was talking about how everything is a choice, and you chose to call in. You were ready, you're ready now for the right perfect job, the right perfect, I know. you know, everything. So you called it in, and now you've got this great opportunity, and just laugh and be yourself. Yeah. That's the, Authenticity is the most important. And, and, and Pat, I know you guys aren't God, so I know yeah. you know. I know you said May, but <laughs> well, I won't be. yeah. The thing you is, know. you have to remember, Sharon. In each and every moment, the, the our lives are changing with the choices that we make. Um, so the more that you are very positive, the more that you be you. I also, in addition to what Cindy was saying, call up on Archangel Gabriel. He's the angel of communication. Archangel Michael's the angel of courage. And then working with blue energy, where you, if you want to wear blue or have a blue crystal or something, that's all about the throat chakra. So that's communication. And that's very mm-hmm. good, too. Absolutely. Okay, Power color. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, so good much. luck. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and thanks for I've calling looking, in tonight. This is my fourth month. So have a nice night. Okay. Thank you. Okay. All right. Good Bye-bye. night. Okay. Oh, it's exciting. I could just see her in that blue, couldn't you? Yes. And, so. and you know, and I think that's important for everyone to realize too. Working with those energy centers, those chakras. I know Margaret Ann Limbo was very much talking about that during her presentation in the crystals, but we can utilize that with the foods, the colors of our clothing choices, crystals that we want to work with. So depending on what areas we want to enhance and focus on, like if people want to feel more empowered and more confident, work with that solar plexus, which is yellow. And, you know, it's being creative, working with that sacral chakra, so that orange energy, being in that flow of creation. And it's just some people wear clothes and they don't even realize the color association, but if we become more aware of it, too, we can utilize that as a tool in our toolbox. Absolutely. And, you know, um, another another tool for interviews or any type of other communication, this is getting back to NLP, and I, I have not talked about NLP in so long, so it's funny, um, is that when you're conversing with someone and you're really present with them and they say, well, it looks to me like, or it sounds to me like, or, well, if I heard you correctly, mm-hmm. if you if you are present and you say, well, yeah, that, you know, I think you heard correctly, it, it sounded like that to me too or whatever the more you can be present and it's not that you're manipulating the situation you're just if someone's um communicating in more of a visual well it looks to me or the way i see it the more you can you know match that uh languaging the Mm -hmm. more present you are with them and um i think that's the I don't know. It's just it's it's really fascinating. The more you're present with everything, the more awake you are. Yes. And the more that you're <laughs> in the that, now, which is being present, the more you're in that flow to create. Because if you're in the past or in the future, you're not in the now energy. Yeah. Oh my. Well, now we're going to go to California, and hopefully it's uh, sunny and beautiful there. We're <laughs> going to go to uh, Selena from California. Hi. Hi, um, Selena. Hi. Uh, I was calling because uh, today I took a test that um, um, I felt confident in when I was taking the test. I I felt calm. Um, I usually stress out on tests. Mm-hmm. And so I felt confident 
in the test and taking the test. Um, and then at the end of the test, though, when I walked out, then I got myself all upset because I don't know whether or not I passed or not. <laughs> so I just wanted to know. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, I'm just like at a point right now. I'm trying to pass the test and I'm just so frustrated because I always stress out on tests, but this time I didn't until, like, after the test was done, then I was, like, freaking out. You were doubting yourself. So, Selena, when will you find out the results of the test? Um, It takes about, like, a week to two weeks sometimes. Okay. Well, what I, and, and this is not the first time that you took the test? Yes. Correct, it's not the first time? Yes, it's not the first time. Okay. Well, what, the words I was hearing is you did better than you did last time. Um, so what I feel with that, first of all, I, I am feeling that anxiety and that anxiousness energy in the stomach area. So I feel like it's really important to get yourself really grounded, centered, breathe, relax, and just allow yourself to just let it go, to just know that you did very well, that you did the best that you could, and to quit playing the, the mind game analysis of, well, did I screw up? Did I, could I have done this different or anything like that? Um, and just, just let it go. Let it be. Because I do feel like you did better than you did last time. I'm not quite sure what the passing, passing marks are, but I definitely feel like it's um, just right there with it. So don't get discouraged if you have to take it again. But in the same sense, um, know that this is part of the process. Okay. And you have uh, Goddess Newt around you, who was one of the head honchos in um, in Egypt with spirituality. And what Goddess Newt, you know, what I hear her saying tonight is, you just need to look up at the sky and look at the stars and look at the moon and just know that there's this whole galaxy and whole other dimension and we're so connected to it. And, you know, the Hathers always had those antennas on their head because they were very psychically receptive and could communicate without ever saying a word, just beam it. So they're asking you to almost like embrace like you know lift your arms up like it's a yoga position actually the sun salutation but just open your arms wide look up at the universe and just say divine time divine align and it's like everything is happening in divine timing and um i i think you you either have come very close to passing or you pass this time but it's not even about the passing that's what you have to get it's about the process and knowing that your um everything is happening in perfect time okay i I really get that you're a spiritual girl, and they're asking you to get back to some of your um i don't it feels like and and you know this is not my business, but they're showing me that prayer at one time was very important to you, but you've you have forgotten a little bit of the prayer, so they're asking or suggesting they're suggesting that you remember whatever it is uh that you used to do with prayer and bring that back into your life okay, does that make sense? Does that make sense? Oh, I feel like I pray a lot. I'm very spiritual. so Yeah, but, but it's something that you used to do. Bit. Yeah, and sometimes people will just, like, take a spiritual book and ask for a message and just open it, and whatever page it falls on. Um, another thing that I – did you used to read a book where there was a daily saying, like um, – 
I don't know, some people read Course in Miracles, and if it's the 250th day of the year, people all over the world are reading less than 250. So there's some type of spiritual discipline that they're asking you um, to put back in place that will really, really support you in um, getting your mind more focused. But you're on the right track, and, you know, of course you're a spiritual girl, or you wouldn't have had Goddess Newt and what Shelley was seeing for you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you, you so much. All right. Okay. Good night. Good night. Okay. So you know, I I just I just think it's so sweet that through this blog talk radio we can um we can have people from all over the country and yeah. the world actually. Literally coast you know. to coast tonight, New York and I California. Know. <laughs> okay. And, and then we're in we the have, Midwest. Um, yeah. Um I, I there's another caller, but it doesn't say the name so we'll, or, or where they're from. So the last caller who would like a question answered, if you would uh, please ask your question. Hi. Hello. Hello. And what's your name? Okay, and you... uh, I'm Carla Underwood. Hi, Carla. And what's your question tonight? Uh, well, I, I was just wondering if um, there – if you see anything or know anything, my daughter is going through a, um, a rough time with a divorce. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm just concerned about her and the children. Okay. Um, the first thing that I'm picking up with that, Carla, is everything's going to be okay. That's what I hear. Everything's going to be okay. And I feel like the more that you can let go of that worry for her, because to me, worry is like this sticky, gooey substance that adheres itself that doesn't want to get off. So the more that you can allow herself, it's it's going to let things move more easy rather than going into fear and worry mode for her. Bring that loving energy back to that heart space. Send love to her, um, but let go of that fear and worry. Because I feel like, first of all, I feel like she's really um, tough. You know, I I just feel Mm -hmm. like her energy that she is stronger than um, what you could even imagine for her. But I feel like when you view this situation, this experience from that higher soul level, that it is part of her soul contract, so to speak, part of that journey. I feel like the kids are going to be just fine, too, um, because they're looking up to everyone else to see how they're reacting. So if everyone can just stay really calm, you know, sometimes the civility Mm -hmm. is not there. There's anger and frustration and such. But ultimately, if if you can just keep sending that love energy, call upon Jophiel. Jophiel is the angel of beauty. And visualize that pink energy coming through. That's going to help with that situation as well. That that makes sense. (laughs) Yeah. And the only thing I would add is, you know, with this new moon uh, solar eclipse that we just had, it's it's a great opportunity to move forward in our lives with grace and ease. And if we focus, um, if you help your daughter and just say, you know, I know that there's a higher power working here. I know that you're going to do this with grace and ease and everything is, you know, because she's made the decision that, or the or the decision has been made to Correct. dissolve the marriage. And so the more the energy is now listening, you know, going into the heart space, you know, uh, moving forward with grace and ease. And the more you say to her, you know what, I know that you have the skills and these children are so wonderful that, you know, everyone is going to move forward with grace and ease and remember that the children are very important. And it just feels like the children are very sweet. And that will remain so if everyone can, you know, work together. It's 
you know, it's a contract that wasn't a lifetime contract, but the children have come right. from it. And the right. more right. everybody just, you know, remembers what it's all about, there's lots of love here, lots of love. It's, it's more my gooey stuff that you were talking about because she is very strong and I'm, I'm the worrier. So okay, the so mom let go of the worry. <laughs> right. Well, she chose you as her mom, and she, it sounds like she's cleared the worry, but now now you can you can be the student learning from your daughter and just, you know, helping everyone, just visualizing it, just seeing it with, with grace and ease and, and moving forward. And what okay. a sweet mom you are to be so concerned about everybody. And, oh, you know, yeah. <laughs> you're, we're all in this together, aren't we? Okay. We sure well, thanks for calling. Okay, oh, thank, thank you. you. <laughs> Bye-bye. Okay. Good night. Good night. So, Shelly, I just want to thank you from my heart to your heart. I mean, I when I saw you at the expo, I have to tell you, I felt you before I saw you. It was like, you know, and then when I saw you, I'm like, oh, my gosh. You know, Here I mean, we are. <laughs> yeah, I know. You're just, you know, you're just so happy, and, and it radiates. And, you know, the, the happier we are, I think that's why I love that song so much, mm-hmm. the happier we are, you know, and when we shift, we affect everyone yes. with whom we come in contact. Absolutely. So, and recognizing we're human, too, so we're going to have days that we may feel less than happy, and that's okay, too. That's okay, Absolutely. too. <laughs> Absolutely. It's all part of the journey, and, you know, we call everything in for, you know, part of our soul's growth. And yes. So there it is. Oh my gosh! Well, uh, listeners, you um, can tell people about the show if you favorite the show on Blog Talk, um, BlogTalkRadio.com, and this is the Spirit Seeker Hour. If you favorite it, it just helps um, the Blog Talk uh, people who watch the statistics. um, They're like, oh, there are more people listening to the show, and we know you're listening because we uh, we get the stats. So we really want to thank you. And uh, remember, it's a podcast; anyone can uh, download it at any time. And you know. Even though someone else asked the question, we can all gain from the answers that were offered from Spirit this evening. So uh, the, my guest was Shelley, R., uh, Shelley Wilson, but her website is Shelley R. Wilson. And um, Shelley, just thank you so much from you know from my heart to yours again. Yes, thank I you, Cindy. I appreciate it. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, and good night, and we will be back next week. Have a fabulous week. Enjoy. Namaste. me. Mm-hmm.